Welcome to my podcast. I'm Valerie Hale. Change. This is a formula to make life changes that are challenging. Matt Boggs presents us with a graph that helps us challenge ourselves on these life decisions. It's a quadrant. Picture, if you will, in the top left corner, the words, the pain of staying. Then in the top right corner, it will say the gain of staying. An example of this could be in a relationship. The pain of staying in a relationship where there's no love, there's no attraction, that's painful. What's the gain of staying in that relationship? It's familiar, it's comfortable, your heart won't be broken. However, when you look down at the other part of the quadrant to the left, at the bottom, it illustrates the pain of change. What would be the gain of change? Becoming single. What is the pain of that though? Being single, the gain would be that you're more independent, that you have freedom, that you don't have to worry about being hurt. So the pain of change can actually lead to a better lifestyle. So many of us will stay with the pain rather than moving out of a painful situation. Our brain is wired to stay with comfortable and to stay with pleasure because the pain of change is just that. Your brain is wired to not to avoid pain. Matt explains that when we are in the essence of making a change that's going to be painful, yet we know we are going to gain something, it's really important not to discuss it with other people. He wants us to internalize the essence of that big change. The reason you want to do that is because so many people will simply want you to avoid the pain of changing. Most of our associates, our colleagues, our family don't want to see us hurt. They also are uncomfortable with change. Therefore, when you are looking at this quadrant, it will help you make decisions that will actually gain you a better life. Think of a career. If you're ready to make a career change, how many people will really support you in that big change? Stay where you are, you're making enough money, don't do that. Don't, this is the worst time to do it, it's a pandemic. Hmm, that's pretty much what it sounds like when you're ready to get out of that situation, when it becomes so unbearable, when you say to yourself, I've had enough, I have got to change then look at the pain of change. Look to that quadrant and look all the way to the right at the bottom and say, this is the gain I'm going to have from change. An example of how painful change can be and what she gained from changing is Celine Dion. When her husband, Renee, died of cancer several years ago, she was devastated. Not only were, did they have a wonderful marriage, she was, they were life partners, he was also her business partner. 
She did not make any decisions in her career without Renee, as he was her business partner, but they were inseparable in their decision-making process. She wouldn't accept a new music without talking to Renee about it. She wouldn't accept a venue of performing without talking to Renee about it. Therefore, when he died, she was distraught. She felt incapable of making decisions on her own. She was performing a few months after Renee's death, and she had a breakdown during the performance. She was singing all by myself. Three-fourths of the way through, she started crying. She stopped. She was wrestling with her emotions. She was trying to regain control so she could finish the song. And she did, and she was victorious. She actually raised her hand at the end of the song because she was tired of feeling alone. She was tired of not feeling independent or being able to make decisions. And she will tell you, when you listen to her in her interviews, that she gained through a lot of pain how to become independent, how to make decisions on her own, how to feel empowered. And yes, it was painful without Renee. She never thought, she tells us, that she would be able to be so successful and to continue in the superstardom that she had with Renee. She never thought she would have this on her own and making decisions on her own. So the pain of staying, what's the gain of staying? The pain of change, what's the gain of change? Celine Dion is an amazing example for us. Kundalini Yoga. Yogi Bhajan brought Kundalini Yoga to the United States probably 70 years ago. He has unfortunately left this earth. What he has taught us is Kundalini Yoga is the medicine of the future. This specific set that I have included on the podcast, it is brain-altering kriyas. It is emotionally charged kriyas that will help us through addictions. It will help us stop complaining. I love that one. It is really the type of set that can change your life. In order to really conquer changes, you have to practice them a little bit every day. I like this, this particular set because it's short and sweet. You can do each one of the Kriyas for just a minute. I, I do them for three minutes, but it's important, especially the first Kriya that you see, and let's just call that an exercise. When you put your thumbs on the temples of your head, it's very important to do this and do it often because this is what absorbs your bad habits and gets rid of them. Now, it's a process, it can take a while, but do that every day. I wanted to mention the anti-cancer and virus breath because this is really important to practice also every day with our pandemic, with all the mutations. You are going to gently press on your tongue with the, with the sides of your teeth very gently and breathe in and out deeply. Try to do this for three minutes, but work up doing a minute each day. What's important about this is you don't need to be in a yoga pose. My Kundalini yoga teacher says you can do this while you're washing the dishes. You can do this while you're vacuuming your rugs. You don't really want to do it in public, 
but maybe if you're somewhere where nobody else is around and you're driving your car. So the anti-cancer and virus breath, super powerful, especially during the pandemic. And lastly, wine. I have been talking about in the last couple of classes about forgotten wines. To me, the German wines are the forgotten wines. Wanted to explain their labeling, and I think that's one of the reasons that people get so confused about German wines. They start off with sweet wines because they don't know how to read the label. What we want to look for is the cabinet label on the label, and that is going to be light and refreshing. It's perfect for aperitif. So with the German wines, they do have fruit-forward wines, but they finish dry. But for an aperitif, you could have really simple, simple foods. You can have asparagus, you can have olives, you can have uh, shrimp and just a light salad. So just think of your uh, aperitif foods and then so search out the cabinet. The next wine that you want to choose on the label is Spatlese. Now this is riper than the cabinet. And what makes it a riper a little more fruit forward is the fact that it is allowed by law for the wines to age longer on the vine. When grapes are allowed to age longer on the vine, they do produce fruitier wines. Again, they're going to finish dry depending on how they are fermented. The other thing that you want to pay attention to is the dryness of the wine. And that's going to be Hauptrocken which is medium dry, and then trocken is probably what most people should actually search for when they're looking at German wines. So trocken is really what you want to look for when you're reading your German labels, and then cabinet and spatlese. What you want to avoid, but I don't think people have, and that's why I think the German wines have this misnomer of being sweet wines, is the initials Q, M, I cannot speak German, but this is the top of the line, most exquisite, beautiful, yes, fruit forward, sweet wines that you really want to have after dinner with dried fruits or else your aged cheeses. In conclusion, the pain of change. Look at this quadrant. Use the pain of staying versus the gain of staying. And then look at the pain of change versus the gain of change. Because these are decisions that are life-altering, and you want to decide and go. Matt says, don't spend all this time pontificating and procrastinating. Start using the thought process, I'm going, I decided, and now I'm going. Kundalini Yoga, the anti-cancer breath, is so powerful right now. This Kriya that, uh, Harp, that Guru Jagat does for us is one of the best Kriyas to help you overcome weight issues, overcome complaining issues. Great Kriya. You should practice this for a while now. And German wines, learn how to read the labels. This will be in my podcast. And they're beautiful wines, especially to have now that we're starting to have cooler weather and you can have a little heartier meals. In conclusion, I am not a life coach. I am not a consultant. I produce this podcast every week to help hundreds of people around the world. 
and I always include a master class by either Mary or Matt, Mary Morrissey. Matt is her son. They are both in um, their own departments of Life Mastery Institute. They would love for you to take a six-week program because this way you can learn so many of the issues and really delve into them, which I speak about on every podcast. And I would also love for you to take a six-week program because that's how I get paid. Merci. Au revoir.